I'm Katie Steinberg, and this is Game Changers. Today we have on Nick Holland. He is the director of partnerships at Grubhub. Uh, I met Nick back in Baltimore uh, about a month ago at a HoaCon, and um, just loved everything that he stood for, and figured he'd be a fantastic guest. So, Nick, so happy to have you. How are you doing? <laughs> doing well, Katie. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Absolutely, and I know you're joining us from Pennsylvania. So. How cold is it right now? Is it getting a little warmer now that it's finally May? Or? So it's funny you say that. We had this weird prolonged winter here in the Northeast where it was like, I, had, I was running my heat up until last week. Oh, no. It's like 85 today. It's supposed to be almost 100 on Saturday. So we just don't get spring anymore in the Northeast. Even Dallas was the same with that one. It went from it went from cold to hot. Like there was no, yeah. there was no warm. There was no in between. Nothing like that. But... <laughs> Oh, man. Well, we are very, very happy that you could join us today, actually. Um, so I think all of the listeners are like me and then order food a little too often because um, honestly, it's so easy now with just apps and different things like that. Um, so how would you say that apps have really helped democratize uh, food delivery? And then how does this help businesses focus on their core principles instead of also trying to having to balance a delivery element as well. Sure, yeah. So, I, you know, when I when I think about that question, you know, how does this doc democratize the experience for the consumer? It's it's really all about discovery. It's all about accessibility because that's really what we've sort of been able to drive for all of our restaurant partners is by sort of putting that experience in the palm of everybody's hand. You know, the person's sitting on their couch, but they can see all of the restaurants that deliver around them or all of the restaurants they can order pickup from around them where they wouldn't have found those restaurants just wandering around their neighborhoods. So in a lot of cases, we're really helping uh, the consumer to discover you know, more than just what's in that couple block circle around their house. So the bubble gets bigger and bigger because you have so much more access to such a wider sort of breadth and bubble of your surrounding network. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, I honestly, the sort of this is this is not necessarily unique to Grubhub. This is this is this rings true for everyone. You know, technology has really enhanced the way we all live our life from our couch. You know, we sort yeah, of have this really true. great couch <laughs> culture. But you know, what's great about that is it's not turning. Well, hopefully, it's not turning us into sort of a society of couch potatoes. We're able to leverage our time so much more mm -hmm. effectively now mm -hmm. that we have this technology yeah. to, you know, I can place a delivery order and then, you know, go clean my kitchen. Yeah. I can order my, my groceries. I can order my clothing and, you know, focus time <laughs> around the house or focus time on, you know, tasks that are a lot more meaningful to me. Not make it so it's that something like, oh, like getting off work. I, now I have to make dinner. It's like, okay, or you could go on your app easily and then just pick something right there. Yeah, I mean, the getting off work and, oh, now I have to go cook dinner, you know, for mm -hmm. somebody who has a commute, it's, hey, I'm going to schedule a deliver, a, rather a pickup for yeah. while I'm on my way home. So I'm just stopping at my favorite restaurant, picking up food that I already know is ready for me. You know, it's taken two minutes out of my life instead of 20 minutes out of my life. So again, it's all about, you know, using technology to give sort of that human experience back to, you know, just it, it really enrich the consumer's life. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so Nick is, of course, the, uh, you know, director of partnerships, but it's for 
mostly sports, entertainment, and then hospitality. Um, so when you are looking at food delivery in a hospitality, uh, in a hotel or in a sports venue, um, how do you have to look at that differently than traditional delivery? Um, obviously it'd be, you know, more people in a more highly concentrated area, um, probably expecting like immediate results, um, runners, network scheduling, all that. But um, how are you looking at that differently? Yeah, so it's definitely a little bit different the, the way that we evaluate a potential partner in sort of these closed retail ecosystem environments. Because you're right, we have to, there, there's concerns over connectivity in these environments. Yeah. You know, do Wi-Fi. we have good Wi-Fi? Do we yeah. have good cellular coverage? Because if we don't, you know, it, everything sort of cascades down from those infrastructure pieces. It, you know, I sort of use the example of if a tree falls in the forest, but no one's there to hear it, does it actually make a sound? No matter how good a mobile ordering experience we can create, no matter how slick, how seamless the guest experience is, how great it is for operations, if no one's actually able to log in and use that experience, it, it really starts to devalue sort of all of the work that we've put into it. So, you know, certainly we have to look at, you know, those factors sort of primarily before we can even deploy the technology. And then you add in nuances of like delivery. You know, do we have, you know, everyone loves the concept of delivery, whether it's VIP suites, whether it's club level, whether it's in seat throughout the entire venue, or, you know, in a resort, it may be just room service or pool delivery, things like that. But it, then it comes down to, Okay, you know, okay, Mr. and Mrs. Operator, do we actually have the staff to make this successful? Our technology, 100%, we support it all day long, but we just have to make sure that we have the technology for it. And then, you know, there's, you know, certainly, you know, as we're deploying the technology, because we do have the staff, there are training elements that go into it, but that's really where sort of our team of professionals, when we're coming on site, when we're doing the trainings, when we're really helping them optimize their operation, now leveraging this brand new technology. That is 100% true. And I, the stadium experience um, often goes hand in hand with concessions as well. Mm -hmm. um, so how does food delivery really help evolve the experience? I know we've kind of talked about this in the past, but um, how would you say it even opens up the options available to fans or helps open up all the different options? Yeah, and so I guess with, with that, I'll kind of refer back, honestly, to my first point. Yeah. Because it really becomes all about discoverability. Mm -hmm. So when you're in a stadium, you may not want to sort of weave your way through all of the crowds because you know you're just going to go stand in line and miss even more of the game. Yeah. Now I'm able to scan a QR code and look at all of the different con concession concepts in the entire stadium. I can see what the wait time is, how crowded they are, while I'm just still sitting in my seat. So I'm able to, you know, again, I I'm now using my time more efficiently as a fan I can browse all of the concepts, browse all of the menus, place my order, whether it's for pickup or for delivery. I'm able to place my order, wait till I get a notification, and then go pick it up. You know, if I see that there's, you know, my favorite concession, even though maybe it's a five-minute walk away, that's the item I really want, and it only occurs once inside the stadium, and I know there's going to be a line for it. That's maybe not so much of a problem now with mobile ordering, because I can place that order while I'm still sitting in my seat, track the order, see when it's about ready to be done, ready for pickup. And that's what I'm going to get up from my seat, walk to the concession, grab my order when it's ready, and I'm right back in my seat. 
I've only missed, you know, maybe five, 10 minutes of the game <laughs> as opposed to 45 minutes of the game. So true. So I've, it's just putting everything at your fingertips. Honestly. Exactly. Yeah. It's all about sort of the that, that convenience feature, you know, making sure that we're, you know, creating the best possible, most cohesive experience for the fan that's right at their fingertips and also allows them to do what they came to do. You know, I didn't I didn't pay I didn't pay all this money to go to an NFL is a really good example of this. Yeah. Tickets are not cheap. No. I didn't pay all this money to go enjoy standing in a line. I went to enjoy watching a game. So, you know, now, you know, I'm able to do both. You know, I can place my order. I can, you know, I'm not waiting in line. I'm not dealing with congested crowding. I'm just, you know, showing my mobile receipt, grabbing my items right back in my, right back in my seat. Um, It's actually funny. Um, So last week I uh, filmed an episode with uh, Zach Klima who created Wait Times, but um, the way, and it's AI technology that essentially tracks the amount of time for each line at the concession stands at stadiums. But the way that he came up with the idea was because he was at a, um, <laughs> he was at a Red Wings game and then he missed the game winning goal because he was in line. <laughs> so it's very similar though, where it's like, you're both coming up with solutions to not having to wait in line at the concession stands and having it just come right there. Or, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's funny you, 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 you mentioned that technology, Katie, because that's really one of the sort of the, the glue that holds everything together when, within yeah. our platform is that we oh, do cool. have an algorithmic sort of status and performance monitor at each of the concessions where oh. we're operating. So that's when I say, you know, the consumer can look and they see these really reliable wait times because yeah. every order that comes in, we're now tagging that, you know, that order came oh. in at 4.15 and it went out at 4.17. So we're taking all of that historical data plus, you know, game over game data on performance and wow. we're able to broadcast a really reliable and predictable wait time to the consumers. So if I'm looking at all of the different concessions and I see that, okay, one concession has a 17 minute wait, one has a 30 minute wait, one has a five minute wait, I know as a fan that I can uh-huh. rely on that information. So, you know, that really helps me to make an informed decision when I'm you know, placing that order of when I need to start walking towards that concession. You know, obviously I'm going to get a notification when the order is ready, but yeah. if it's, you know, sort of use the the example of, you know, parents that are at a game with their children, inevitably you have to take your children to the restroom yeah. and that's sort of a chore in itself. You know, you, you yeah. unfortunately have to wait in line for that experience. So, you know, but what you're able to do is look at the concessions that you know probably have a like a little bit longer wait time. Mm-hmm. Maybe, I mean, to be the reality is you know, at most sporting events, wait times aren't five minutes. Wait times are more like, you know, 17, 20 plus minutes. Oh, it's just the reality of volume. <laughs> exactly. So, you know, but able to, again, giving the consumer back more time that they can use more efficiently for more meaningful yeah. tasks scoop the kids up after I place the order, take them to the restroom. On the way back to the seats, I'm picking everything up from the concession because while I was waiting in line, getting the kids through the restroom line, washing hands, mm-hmm. and then you know making our way back to the seats, yeah. all that time, our food's in process of being ready. And by the Amazing. time we're done, the food's ready. I received a notification. And again, haven't missed as much of the game. And I think you know your point about the Red Wings game is sort yeah. of huge. Because when we look at this technology in sports like hockey or within the MLS, 
oh my gosh, it's so important because we know these fans are sort of glued to their seats and reluctant to even get up and go look at concessions, let alone stand in line at these concessions. So now we've sort of, we, we've made sure that that sort of example that you gave doesn't happen mm-hmm. anymore. So the fans only up, up and up and away for, you know, two, maybe three minutes. So they're not going to miss the only goal of the game. Well, I appreciate that because, I, I, yeah, no one wants that to be that. <laughs> no one wants to miss the, you know, the game-winning touchdown or something of like that because you're waiting in line at the concessions. <laughs> like, right. And I, it probably, honestly, it happens far too often, right? So yeah. thank you for providing a solution yeah. for that one. Of course. And again, it's, it's, it happens way too often in yeah. sports like hockey and soccer where yeah. we know there, it may be a 1-0 game. And if I missed it, I missed it. That was the only action of the game because it was only it was only a single scoring game. Oh my gosh, so true. Um, so I'm going to take it to uh, Resorts World. Okay. So um, you know more than anyone, uh, Resorts World, biggest property, our biggest uh, hotel venue in Vegas, um, 3,500 rooms. Am I right? On that one. You are right. 3,500 okay. rooms. I think it's it's the biggest in the country. Like one in like one of the top. It's in the top 10 in the world, I'm pretty sure, as far as I mean, 3,500 rooms is, is we're, they're not playing around. <laughs> yeah. Appro- um, appropriately named in the uh, Resorts World, yeah, uh, Resorts world. property portfolio. Yeah. <laughs> um, so can you just tell us a little bit about your partnership with Resorts World? Because it really is um, kind of a revolution within all of this. Yeah. So Resorts World was, was a really fascinating project to work on, you know, because it, it partially because I was I was able to work on it from sort of while Resorts World was still a hole in the ground in, in, on the Vegas Strip up to the day that we launched it. Um, so, you know, we really got to really dig get into the weeds with them and sort of customize and tailor our product to fit their needs. Because obviously, we, like you said, we're talking about 3,500 plus rooms, villas, suites, sort of you name it, plus all these other different layers of service throughout the property, their pool area is a beast all in itself because of the amount of people and the amount of traffic that they see there. So we were able to build out a sort of a really unique structure for things like room service, for order ahead pickup, for pool service, for um, you know certain designated delivery zones throughout the property. And, you know, we're able to sort of scale that into our consumer experience in this sort of sort of quarantined white label experience inside Grubhub. And what's really cool about what we did at Las Vegas is uh, what we did at Resorts World Las Vegas is they sort of branded their their mobile experience very uniquely. And so Grubhub supported that throughout the whole process. And what we landed on was you know, even though it exists inside the Grubhub app, we're provisioning, provisioning this white label experience inside of Grubhub. And what we call it at Resorts World is on the fly at Resorts World powered by Grubhub. And then you have all of these, you know, you know, there's what, 60 restaurants on property. That's you can have crazy. that delivered to your room. We also have the ability to do like convenience item and sundries. So yeah. there's all of these different types of shops, whether you're ordering a bottle of wine or a new bathing suit, you know, everything in and, and everything in between from fine dining to Starbucks is, you know, included in this experience. And, you know, I, I think that one thing that's really important when we think about resorts is, you know, 
what's kind of overlooks, I know a lot of people get really excited about, you know, there's room service and then there's the ability for, to order from any of the restaurants on property and have it delivered to my room. That's, That's sort crazy. of a whole other experience. Uh-huh. Oh, what's sort of, what's absolutely. Often, yeah. And what's often overlooked is the simple idea of just order a head pickup. You know, how yeah. many, I, I travel a lot. I, Katie, I think you probably travel a lot too. Uh, how many times have you, you know, you, you're at a hotel or you're maybe on vacation at a resort mm-hmm. and you're leaving for the day, whether you're on your way to the beach, you're on your way to meetings. And all you want to do is stop at the cafe in the lobby, grab yourself a cup of coffee and some breakfast. Yep. You get down there and every other person staying at that hotel they had have the, the same exact idea. same yeah. idea. And there's like a 30 minute wait just for a cup of coffee. Yep. So you, you forgo it and you, you maybe you try to look for yeah, You're running late already. You can't exactly. do it. Now, you know, add in a, a, a layer of service with mobile ordering. I can see how busy the venue is while I'm getting ready in the morning. So I can kind mm-hmm. of gauge my time there. And then I'm able to just place the order while, you know, while I'm leaving the my room or right before I leave my room. And then and so you grab and go. Just grab and go. You're on your way. So I think, you know, again, it's all about just giving the consumer a better experience. Oh, yeah. And, and honestly, in Vegas, this is, is even more important because people waiting in line, that's time wasted that they, I, well, I personally, could be sitting at a table or at a slot machine or oh. engaging with the property way more meaningfully because there's just so much to do. Well, it's fantastic for the, what, um, the leisure or business leisure travelers. It's fantastic for business when you're, you know, you're already running late to the trade show that you're supposed to be going to or meetings or whatever it is that you have to be going to. And then also just for having a great weekend with some friends or taking your wife out for the weekend. You know, so like, it's really perfect for every single type of traveler, honestly. Absolutely. Yeah. Because, and again, I think it kind of comes down to everyone's time is important for one Mm -hmm. reason or another. And, you know, the ability to give someone, you know, over the course of a stay, hours of time back to their life, that's, you know, really enhancing the the enjoyment of, you know, any of the time spent at that property. Oh, 100%. I um, also, so like, for example, I kind of just want to kind of paint a picture, but also asking. So say you're at the pool and you're looking at, there's a, are there like pool cafes, for example, or like a, um, like a little restaurant by the pool? I'm so glad you asked that question. Okay. So the pool doesn't have its own food service necessarily. Okay. What we're doing at that pool area that's really unique and sort of really, really fun for sort of just the the, the technology use case and just the, like I said, the all the layers of service that we have yeah. going on at Resorts World. So at the pool area, so instead of now having to, obviously you can imagine we're doing a lot with mobile ordering. So you, you yes. no longer have to flag down an attendant to place your order and then now you're stuck to your chair or you're stuck in your cabana waiting for that that food to come out. And you have no real concept of when that food's going to come out to you. You're just stuck there waiting in limbo. At Resorts World, what we're doing is a really unique locker delivery setup. Yeah. So instead of um, delivering right to your seat, what we're doing is we have a bank of smart lockers where all of the food from any of the restaurants around property gets delivered. So you still have that same great experience. I can still see how busy the venues are. I can still get an estimate of how long it's going to take before the delivery is fulfilled. And I'm still able to track my order, receiving notifications when my order, my food is done being cooked. I receive a notification when my order gets picked up by the courier, 
when the order is on its way to me, when the order is almost there, when the order is there. So now, again, having that better consumer experience, I'm watching all this happen on my phone. So as soon as that food gets delivered to the locker, I get the notification with a QR code, walk over, scan that QR code, pops my locker door open, and I'm right back in my seat, right back at my cabana, and back to enjoying my vacation. That's incredible. That's the, that's, that's the experience right there. Wow. Um, yeah, is there yeah. that type of technology? I feel like I've never even heard of that, honestly. <laughs> yeah, I think, the, honestly, it, it's technology that we've been using on college campuses for a mm-hmm. while. Um, just the idea of it's just way more staff efficient doing a handoff at a locker because you just need one courier. You don't need someone to actually expo and do the physical handoff. But during COVID, um, this notion of contactless delivery became really, really important. So not only is it more secure because the only person that can get to that food is the person with the QR code. And also we don't need a person physically there to say, oh, hey, your order number three, Nicholas Holland, here's your order. It's everything's just in a, a set of doors. Wow. That is, um, that is incredible. <laughs> so you said there's, uh, 60 restaurants at Resorts World as well? I think, I think it's 60. I don't, I, I believe it's, 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 it's around 60 between all of the different, like, ghost kitchen type shops, food stalls, fine dining. It's its own, yeah, it's its own food court. And then they also have their own restaurants. <laughs> yeah. And that, and it's, so it's funny you, when you say it, it's its own. Really, when we looked at Resorts World, Resorts World is effectively sort of for our intents and purposes, being that there are, you know, during a busy weekend, it's a small town. Yeah. You know, with, you know, when we're thinking there's, you know, maybe 10,000 people staying on property, Plus all of these restaurants. I mean, that, that's a small town of commerce that we need to really wrap our arms around. Wow. And, you know, that's, that's a big part of what we're sort of what we're doing when we're thinking about system reliability and the ability to handle, you know, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of orders in a very tight time window. Gosh. So how will this partnership, I guess, help? And you've already answered this and, but. Honestly, how will that partnership help build the model for how other major hotels can also adopt this program? Yeah, and so that's that's another interesting thing that was really fascinating for me working on the project with the Resorts World because we really saw this inevitably as being the blueprint. I mean, obviously we know not every 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 hotel, not every resort is going to be a Resorts World. Resorts yeah. World was <laughs> fun. It was splashy. We got to really push our technology to the limit, really customize the technology specific to their needs and sort of their goals. But with all that, you know, obviously there are a lot of learnings, but with all that, you know, we're now able to push all of that technology and all of those learnings to other properties. So right now there's a huge initiative internally and, you know, what my team's working on, we have a a huge queue of other resorts and hotels whether it's, you know, a larger, more robust resort that does have a lot, uh, you know, a lot of rooms, a lot of visitors, a lot of different food service outlets and different retail experiences, things like that. But, you know, there's also the resorts that maybe only have a coffee shop, maybe only have a coffee shop and a restaurant or two restaurants. So they all sort of fit into this use case of, you know, the, I guess when you're, you're thinking about the smaller smaller hotels, 
typically the number of occupants scales down with the amount of retail. So they still have the same problem with lines. So we, we, can, we, can, we don't necessarily need all of our, our, our hotel partners to be these massive small towns. It can be, you know, a 50, 100, 150, 300 room hotel that still can really have a massive benefit from this experience. And also it allows them to be a lot more staff efficient because when you think about a traditional room service model, where you need somebody there to actually physically pick up the phone, have a conversation, key it into a computer, and then somebody needs to run it up. Now the consumer is browsing menus, placing their order, and it goes right to the operation. It goes right into the line. And then once the food is ready for pickup, somebody just marks it as ready, a runner comes, bags it up, and makes the delivery. So we need a lot less staff, and it's just a lot, the, the speed of service sort of goes through the roof because the throughput goes up so much. This is, um, yeah, this is incredible. <laughs> I can't wait to try it when I finally go. <laughs> you, you, you need to go to resorts. I know you were at Resorts World shortly before I met you in, in, in Baltimore. You, you need to go check it out. Well, no, I wasn't there. One of our partners filmed there. Oh, but again, okay. I wasn't you weren't there. there for that project. Okay. You know, I, I, the first time I go, I promise you, the first thing I'm doing is... <laughs> just, it's the, the nice thing at Resorts World is the QR code to give you stuff access into this sort of white label environment inside Grubhub is on all of the key folios. So yeah. you, you really can't miss it. I'm good to know. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely yeah. won't. Um, one thing I've heard from the hospitality industry uh, is that mid-level hotels shouldn't have restaurant programs because they're too expensive. Um, this is kind of counterintuitive in a way uh, because obviously every guest needs to eat <laughs> and then business travelers might want convenience. Um, so would you say that there's a way for Grubhub to revolutionize how hotels approach delivery and food? And you've already kind of showed me, but would you say that it is revolutionizing the way that hotels approach food delivery? <laughs> you know, it, it is revolutionizing. I'm, I'm glad that you ask this question because I was actually going to try to take a step back here because there's also, you know, there's, there are the hotels that it is honestly, whether it's staffing, whether it's food costs, you know, all of these things that are now really becoming very cost prohibitive for a lot of the smaller hotel operators because the volume is just not there to support yeah. having that much, that much of a robust offering on site. So there are, there's a lot of sort of offerings that the Grubhub umbrella has um, available for hotels. You know, even looking at like a limited service hotel that is never going to have its own on-site food service, or you know, or maybe it's a a, a, a select service hotel, a, a hotel that does have some level of on-site, but it's really minimal hours per day that it's available. So now, what Grubhub is doing, what we're able to do, is partner with these hotels to create a financial incentive. So they're able to, you know, earn some level, some amount of revenue based on the business that they know is already coming on site. It's sort of the wild west when you stay in a lot of hotels when there's nothing on site because it's just, you know, it's all of these different delivery services coming on site. So what Grubhub is trying to do is streamline that process, yeah. but also make it a, make create a benefit for the hotel operator. So, you know, there's obviously a, a good cohesive partnership there as well. Yeah. Gosh, I am such a huge fan of, uh, I was a huge fan of Grubhub already. And then I met you and learned about all of this. And I was like, I don't know what I was doing before. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, a lot of it is relatively new technology. Um, yeah. And, you know, really, so Resorts World has been an amazing partner. So we really wanted to make sure that we got that right. Because if we can execute really well at Resorts World, we can feasibly do it anywhere. Totally. You know, it's, it's sort of like on with college campuses. What we're doing at Ohio State, we know if we can execute really well at Ohio State, any, we, can, we can do this anywhere. <laughs> I um, honestly, I feel like, and you, you went to the, be- I mean, you went to the biggest and the best resort in the U.S. And then with stadiums, you're also in FedEx Field, um, and then you're in Miami, right? What, which, which stadium is that? Yeah, Drive Pink, where Inter Miami CF plays. Very yeah. cool. Oh gosh, I'm um, gonna be on the lookout, and I promise you. Uh, seriously, first thing I'm doing is. <laughs> As soon as I go to Resorts World, <laughs> is doing um, on the fly Grubhub because uh, I I can't wait. But um, this has been amazing. I um I I'm so excited about everything that you guys are doing. And uh, is there anything next on the horizon? I know you've really just mastered on the fly and Resorts World, but uh, is there any other new big projects that you should be looking out for? <laughs> yeah, I think that you're going to just you're going to be seeing a lot more of this Grubhub onsite yeah. technology throughout your yeah. day-to-day life, particularly within hotels, particularly in large resorts. And you'll probably even see a couple more stadiums and arenas popping up where we're leveraging this technology because for us, you know, obviously the strategy is is sort of interesting. It's mm-hmm. all about creating this experience that the consumer needs to download Grubhub once, but now I can use it at resorts while I'm on vacation. I can use it at a hotel while I'm traveling for business. I can use it at my favorite stadium to order concessions, but I can still also use that exact same app when I'm at home and I want to just order pizza on a Friday night. So it's, you know, that, that, that really great sort of Swiss army knife of mobile ordering apps so that, you know, the, the consumer is able to sort of leverage that single app, but now mm-hmm you know, there's five different use cases of how they can use that app. Because we know that consumers don't want to download app after app after app. You know, I don't want to necessarily download an app just because I'm staying at a hotel and I, you know, then I need to delete delete it as soon as I leave. Now I already have Grubhub on my app, on, on my phone. So I just get to enjoy this really great, you know, seamless white label experience because I have that, the Grubhub app. So, you know, it's really just kind of reinforcing that consumer experience. But yeah, I think to, to your point, um, I would just be on the lookout to, you know, for the, the, the Grubhub on-site name and really seeing it become more and more of a part of day-to-day life, particularly when we're looking at sports, amusements, and travel. Oh, well, I love it. And um, I'm so impressed by everything you do. And I'm so honored to have been able to have you on the show. Um all Game Changers fans, please make sure to uh, check out On the Fly by Grubhub at Resorts World um, and just be using Grubhub more in general. <laughs> you guys are at the uh, forefront of technology um, for food delivery. So uh, really, you know, again, impressed and um, so happy you could be on the show and a uh, huge fan of you guys and wish nothing but the best. Thanks, Katie. Really appreciate the time. Really, really appreciate being on today. This was, this was a lot of fun. All right. Well, thanks so much, Nick. Thank you.